Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. You are now listening to Good, Bad, and Unavailable. What's up, niggas? This is Kelly. I am Kelly and Lise, <laughs> the sophisticated player here with a new show, episode 183, I believe. I hope all y'all have been staying y'all asses in the house as I have been. I um, think I'm just going to turn this show over to the next host. Hello, Bam Bam. Oh, wait, it's over on me, right? Look, I'm so look. I'm in a great place right now. I apologize um, for, for me talking through my can't see me shit. Um, this is Bam Bam. I ain't been here in a minute. A nigga had to show the fuck back up. Um, uh, just you know, largely due to you know it being a pandemic and still open season on a nigga's ass. But we 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 back. I'm back. I'm going to pass it over, you know. Tiff, you there? I thought I was after Darren. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll be after E. (laughs) So this is Tiff. Uh, I miss people. Um, But I'm not a funk anymore, guys. So (laughs) Um, glad to be back. What up, fucktards and friends? It's day. I said friends. If you're offended, maybe you're a fucktard. I'm just saying. I said and friends. What up? It's the Bonnet Bay back again on your on your radio. Uh, this is Greg. Welcome back to 183 of Good, Bad, and Unavailable. Most of us are good. A lot of us are bad. Even more of us are unavailable. So, saying that to say this, let's just get straight into it. Uh, we had a random question from one of the listeners for the week. 
that I pose as a random thought. So, do you think it's necessary for Black Americans to learn or speak Spanish? Yeah, why not? I think it's necessary for Americans to learn and speak Spanish. Why not? What's the, it's the benefit for everybody. I mean, I'm I would not, agree. I, I think it's. I think this will be a, could be an asset. Um, I think it. I think it's just important for us to learn an additional language, whatsoever it may be. That's how I feel. Spanish, yeah. not so much, but any other language. I, I still want to learn Swahili right now. So, I think Spanish makes sense. I mean, we like running up in their country. We might as well know how to talk there. Yeah. X. Why? Why are you laughing like that? That's that? Went there. That's, that's it. it just low key went there. I was just like, "Yo, I mean, I ain't running across the border like that on willy nilly." Like, I, know I mean, I, fe- I mean, I feel like that. That's a pretty common, pretty local vacation spot. It's easy to get to. It's well touristed. That's not a word. Whatever. But you know, we go there a lot. Why not? I think black people should learn Spanish because the price of real estate in Costa Rica looks real good right now. Ain't it? My, Ain't my, it? my godfather bought a house in Costa Rica and that thing looked like a compound. And I know that nigga ain't got that much money. How much was it? It's worth asking. Well, since we got the random thought out of the way, how was y'all week the past seven days since last week? Busy. Busy, 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 busy. Nonstop. But I'm thankful for Monday. I did have one day of no work, like literally not having to log in and do anything. So I just did a puzzle. I finished a thousand piece puzzle from Friday until yesterday. I completed it yesterday. Mm. Well, Eric is consuming something that is flour. Mm-hmm. Um, this week has been rough, nigga. That is like, flower. <laughs> I, look, I just look, in this. Anywho, um, this week has been rough, man. I, I I take some things that I take some things a little bit more personally than I probably should that happen in the in the general world. But you know, um, Sorry, I'm, just trying to adjust, I'm just trying to, to adjust to not being a college student again. That's really my thing. It's a good and bad thing because you got the, I got the random nights where I just feel like being up until five o'clock in the morning because I'm used to doing like all nighters. But you know, week was good. I can't, you know, for me personally, just just by myself. Let me ask you. So back in November, you mentioned after you graduated, you would start like reevaluating the places you wanted to live. Now with the whole pandemic situation, has it changed or? Yes and no. My entire job market that I work with them, that shit went to hell. It didn't go to shit, it went to hell. It dropped the fuck off. Like, no. I, I used to get, like, in my, I had, like, a little lift serve. They sent me jobs or whatever in my field, and different aspects of my field. I used to get, on average, on a daily basis, for all the locations combined that I was looking at, and it's about, Say five or six different locations, including that you know, here it was legit. I was getting like 30 to 35 different jobs, like that just got posted. Like it was that time of the year. 
Now I'm lucky if I get four. Mm. So like I ain't moving without no no you know funds. It's just not gonna work. So, but at the same time, I'm also kind of thinking about like just staying here because honestly, people don't talk enough about you know your bills aren't predicated on cost of living where you're going, but they you they predicated on cost of your bills while you're here. <laughs> so you gotta live somewhere where you can pay off your bills. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 changed too. Okay. Tiff, what about you? How was your week? Oh, she's on mute. Hey, Tiff, you on mute. <laughs> I got oh, comfortable. Um, <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's better now because I'm no longer, I mean, it's not official, official, like papers and such, but I got an offer today, so, hey. you know. <laughs> I guess speaking of jobs and things. <laughs> What about you, Day? Honestly, this week has been uh, weighing real heavy on my mental with all the things that's happening um, in Minneapolis, seeing it reposted over and over again on social media. I don't really want to talk about it. Everybody knows what's going on, but it's it's really difficult. It really shouldn't be this difficult to live. I am... Decided to stop censoring myself at work. Every time somebody asked me what was wrong, I told them. And I told them how I felt about what was going on with it. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to see, you know, some uh, genuine sympathizers within my company. Mm. That are white. (laughs) Let me just make that clear. (laughs) Okay. Darren, how are you? Oh, he'll, he'll be back in a minute, so we'll figure it out when he gets back. Uh, my week was good so far, I guess. Um, we have a, like, date for the baby shower, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, had some good and bad news in terms of the podcast, um, including one of our brothers. He'll talk to you about that at a later date, but he told me that it's okay to mention that he won't be on the episode this week. So, you know. Other than that, it's been interesting, to say the least. So that's how the last seven days have gone. Um, but we might get hockey back at least. So I guess that's one thing I can watch on TV. So, yeah. Uh, that hockey tournament is about to be a fucked hard mess. Why are you excited about that bullshit? I don't even watch hockey. <laughs> and it seems well, ridiculous. Hockey is lit, though. Sure, but this tournament is ridiculous. Well, honestly, all of them going to be tournaments at this point. You got basketball that's going to be a tournament. You got what? But at least hockey has some semblance of a sh- like playoffs and stuff. You could have just pulled from those people, not just feel like, hmm, yeah, everybody, just get in there and have a good time, like a like a a fifth grade soccer match. Look, people just want to see something. something. You know, people are like, you go going on YouTube and like searching old NBA games that they've seen before just to watch them because they just want to see something. Yeah. That is happening in my house for sure. See? So this isn't a like a sports related question, but I saw it on Twitter. So I figured I'd ask you who is doing better at their jobs, like their full time, like profession. Future or Russell Wilson? Wait, what? Yeah, so the 
on Twitter, someone asked the question of who is better at the job, Future or Russell Wilson? I can't even believe that question was asked. Why is that even what? What's the job about being being a father? No, no, no. As a profession, like Future as a rapper or Russell Wilson as a football player? More than player. Okay, if you make this real simple, easy, and plain, right? If you go on, just base it off of who has reached a higher accolade in their respective field, and that's the person who's done better at their job. Mm-hmm. Then it's Russell Wilson who's won a championship on the highest level. You should don't got no damn Grammys. That's true. That is true. He's got a bunch of kids. And does he have seven kids or nine kids? Because somebody said it was like seven. I don't know, and I don't care. But I lost count. He dragged that poor girl on Twitter for absolutely no damn reason. He knew he was the father. Why are you out here trying to act like this girl is framing you because it is so absurd that you might have fathered a child by a woman that you had unprotected sex with? Like, oh my God. That's fair. That nigga goofy. Fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. That nigga is just completely like he's beyond this old like dark skinned Meryl Streep, but as a man looking ass nigga, like uh, he gonna sit here and drag this woman. Today's point, like this shit was crazy. It's like no, he's like don't ever treat an ugly girl like she cute. I was like, hey yo, dog. But you still hit my nigga. Like, what you yeah. talking? But she not ugly though. And she not ugly. That's the point that I'm getting at. Like, nigga, you don't, don't, don't do it. Like, like it's not your fault that your penis went in her. Like, she didn't publicly claim her. Because you don't publicly claim. Dog, you nut inside of it. You have claimed her. Don't like the majority of aren't the majority of his kids like under two at this point. No, nah, they're not. He got a. He actually has a seventeen-year-old son, which is even a. That's a wilder thought process. Wait, as is this. This that was his older, first kid, right? His first kid is seventeen right now. Yo, could you imagine that nigga going to college? Like, I hope he ain't like got his whole like idea on what it is to be a man by future, because this nigga's gonna be the worst on the college campus. No, I really need to know the the age of his children. Hold on, while I hold time though. Hold time though. Apparently, one kid is the same age as Future, as baby Future. So the only ones that I know of are Sierra and. Um, hey yo, Tip, you from Houston, huh? Okay, here we go. I, so I was just reacting. I wasn't <laughs> saying anything really. So baby Future was his fourth child. Shit, baby future. So let's see. Wait, I mean, if we go based off of his Twitter congratulation uh, post, I if guess. If you if you if you had to buy your cars based upon how many children you have, you know this nigga could not own anything but an Astro van. Mm. Mm. Come on. He currently has eight children. Yeah, but I'm looking. I need to know ages, and I cannot find a listing of their ages. Yeah. I just see the name. I have just seen it. Too. Yeah, they just give names. So it's Prince, ages. Hendrix, London, Rain, and Jacoby. All of them last name Wilburn. So I guess they were like, hey, nah. Obedius? Yep. Jacoby and uh, let me see. Okay, so Jacoby is 17, Hendrix is one, Rain is one, 
Yeah, I had that last name. They want that paycheck. Wait. I don't know. I don't know the other ones. They just say the four when I Google them. So we're you just Trump. say air. Prince, Kendrick, London, Rain, Jacoby. A lot of fucking kids, man. Now, is it true that after you have 10 kids with someone that you don't have to pay child support anymore? Like, if you have, ch- like, 10 children? I've never heard that. I don't. But they're not all with the same person. Not with the same person, just 10. That nigga got I didn't know Baby Future's real name wasn't Future. It is, it is Future. Oh, this says his name, his name is Zahir. I guess that's his, uh, that's his middle name. His name is Future Zahir. He's six. Yo, that nigga got so many kids, he can't afford to pay attention. That's bullshit. And future is only thirty six. Hold on, wait. So the kid mm-hmm. is seventeen. Nineteen. I mean, he was nineteen. That's that's. We know niggas who's gonna be just like that, dog. Damn. Damn. We know niggas who's gonna be like thirty six with a with a college age kid, dog. You you and I know niggas like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Here we go. So I, I think I've actually, I can share. It. So you can see it. So Dave, if you want to read it, you can. Uh, let me see. Um. All right. Here we go. So he has Jacoby, 17. Yep. London, 11. Yep. Prince, 7. Future, he's 6, actually. Mm-hmm. Hendrix is 1 with Joey. Paris, Cash, and Rain. Is Eliza Rain the new girl? Yeah. yeah, that's a new girl. Okay. Are we missing? So Hendrix is definitely one. So if we're going, if this is based in chronological order, then Hendrix, Paris, Cash, and Eliza are all under the age of at least two. Hmm. That's a lot of fucking. That's within the past year or so. Because wasn't Joey and that other girl pregnant at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Damn. It, you I'm, know I'm mad he got Joey because I like her. I like look, her too. Look, we have not seen him mess with undesirable, like women that you just don't dislike, you completely dislike. I know, but I felt like she that's should be up the fold. No, no, no. But that's my point. <laughs> it's like at some point, we can talk about him all we want to. After the first one, all of them are sus- the suspect. No, nah, no. Nah, actually, after the third child, all of them are suspect. Because you knew this nigga was nothing. You got to say it like that. Too. You just got to like... He's just that nigga. You got to know that nigga was nothing. You got Like his first kid and his second kid got a six-year age gap. That makes sense. The second and third got like, like a four-year age gap. That makes sense. Everything... That nigga, you know what it is? He's still hurt from Sierra because all he keep doing is nothing. Yeah. Like, why did they break up? I don't know. Like, he cheated. He baby future has a, 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 a has a um Irish twin. Oh, it's an Irish twin. <laughs> it's basically when you have a sibling that is essentially the same exact age as you. Mm. Y'all have similar birthdays. Oh, so he did the same thing to see that he did to together. Joey. Ding. Yeah. Exactly that. Wow. Well, it's really Irish twins if they're born within the same month, but I'm saying, though, they within the same age. 
they can be in school together. Right. Wow. I'm, I'm, Young enough and old enough to essentially wonder, are y'all, are y'all twins? On some, yeah. On some, which one of y'all is older? Because we don't know. Right, right. Let's get into the first 48. So the first article. Details on how a man pretended to be a woman to have oral sex with a man he took to the park to meet his female friend. How the victim figured out what was going on when he saw a beard. Name that state. The fuck? Jersey. I'll just jump right in there. Um, Florida. Let's start off there. Y'all gonna be fucked up with this one. Texas. He about to say Largo. <laughs> Where was it? You said it was a park. Largo as a state. <laughs> Largo. You said this was in a park? Uh, yeah, so the article says details on how a man pretended to be a woman to have oral sex with a man that he took to the park to meet his female friend. How the victim figured out what was going on when he saw a beard. Name that state. So, Sean Mark Brooks is a hairdresser in Largo, Maryland. Nigga. Uh, uh, what? What was that shit? You was talking. What was that shit? You was talking. What was that shit? Largo. You was talking. What was that shit? You know what? That is official. This song is funny. It's official. You was talking. What is that shit? You was talking. I felt it in my spirit. It is known as Largo as a state. Like, not the city or town of Largo. I felt it. It came through to me in my spirit that I just went right past the state. I knew exactly where it was. I didn't need a state, Eric. When you get that transference in your brain. Okay? Okay? Please, Greg, please continue with how I was correct. Oh, this is a... Oh, not this is a Kelly voice. Kelly, you gotta read it. Oh my god. The victim advised in late September and October. He got his hair, quote unquote, done at an executive salon in Great Mills Road by Brooks. The victim said Brooks offered to introduce him to some of his girlfriends that would be interested in meeting him. And a few days later, Bruce contacted him and advised one of his girlfriends wanted to meet him and wanted to give him oral sex. What? Anyway, the victim agreed and picked up Brooks from the salon. And Brooks instructed him to drive to Lancaster Park on Willows Road in Lexington. Once at the park, Brooks told the victim to sit on the bench and said he would go get his girlfriend. The victim said he watched Brooks go into the wood line with the backpack. <laughs> and a few minutes later, what he believed to be a female emerged from the wood line and sat next to him. The victim told police <laughs> that because of how dark it was, he was unable to completely see the person's face. The victim said at the per- <laughs> as the person touched him with their hand, he felt as though this person's hands was pretty big for a female. And then he came... He became suspicious that the female may be Brooks dressed as a female. The victim told police the person began giving him oral sex. And as the person was giving him oral sex, he observed what he believed to be an outline of a beard. At which time he began to think 
that the person was not a female and in fact could be Brooks. The victim said he became scared and faked an orgasm <laughs> of all the things. Um, the victim said the person walked away back into the woodland and a few minutes later. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say an outline of an Adam's apple. <laughs> Something. <laughs> like a beer. And a few minutes later, Brooks reappeared oh from the woods. The victim, the victim advised. He was still unsure at this point as to what happened. Therefore, he made contact with Brooks again and asked if he could set up a second meeting with the girlfriend. And a few days later, he met up with Brooks at his residence where he was supposed to be set up with the female. Brooks told the victim that if things worked out, he could begin getting paid by these women to have sex and oral sex with them. Brooks told him, excuse me, to go into the bedroom and advise that he would be back with his girlfriend. The victim advised, he witnessed Brooks go into subjects and emerge. I'm sorry, go into a bedroom and several minutes later, he observed a female looking subject emerge. And that he recognized this quote-unquote female to be Brooks, dressed as a female. The victim advised he left the scene and no sexual act took place. The victim advised he consented to the oral sex, but the consent was given for a female, not with a male. Jesus Christ. When police made contact with Brooks, he said that he knew the victim, and upon further questioning, he confessed that he took the victim to Lancaster Park and dressed up as a female. Brooks told police he went into the woods and changed it to a female clothing, put on a wig, and gave the victim oral sex. What the hell? Brooks also admitted that he was all he was unsure whether or not the victim knew that it was him and not a female. Wow. I just want to know what. <laughs> wow. I just. How, like, so he got his hair done and. <laughs> His barber or whatever he got done to his hair was like, you know what? I got some friends that might want to suck your dick. Like, and you was like, oh man, for real. This is why y'all niggas be getting caught up. Okay. (laughs) This is why y'all be in the situations y'all in. What the? Thank you. I got some. I got some friends you've never met who have never met you, and I just know that they want to suck your dick. These friends, these women friends of mine, want to suck your dick. They don't know. They don't know your name. They don't know your occupation. They don't know shit about you. But all they do know is that they want to suck your dick. But from cutting your hair, I know (laughs) that your dick is probably tasty, and they would enjoy that shit. Like one hundred. Did you just say he's a tasty black? He, he must be a Texas black. He must be. Okay. He must be. Because I'm just saying, if you first, before he went down on you, assumed <laughs> that this female was not a female, why did you allow this female, non female, to continue with the act? But you uh, were startled. And the first reaction when you were startled was to what? Fake an orgasm? No, number two, my question also is, <laughs> you know, I've 
I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> I just, I feel like men faking an orgasm isn't as convincing as a woman. I don't know. You guys are men. You let me know. But in my experience, usually at the end of an orgasm, there is, you know, a production, you know, of an item. Can you, um, can you, can you fake that? Yes. Yes, you can. You can have a dry orgasm. You know, well, you can't have a dry orgasm if you've had a lot of orgasms. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, that's not where I'm going with this. But as somebody who has faked nothing before, interesting. In um, the mouth? Nah. Because see, this is where listen, this is where it gets listen, tricky. No, 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 I feel like listen, you can listen, fake vaginally. Listen, listen let, let's be let's be quite frank, okay? And it's going to sound rude, but it is what it is. If I, it's a good chance of that if I have to fake orgasm while while fucking her vagina. Then she definitely ain't make me nut from her mouth. Okay, that's fine, Eric. But that is not my point. <laughs> no, but as it reacts, as it relates to this specific so, no, story, this one, that's what I'm saying. That nigga's lying. He definitely nutted in her mouth. I mean, what? Well, I, I don't know the, pro- the correct pronouns in this situation. It wasn't a trans person. It's just somebody who dressed up. It's a man in this situation. He was just pretending. Okay, I still was one to be proper. That could have been really bad. That's a Do y'all know specifically in Largo where this was? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna roll up there and, and you wanna see what the wood line look like? Yo, yo, what compartment did this nigga have in the woods to motherfucking go somewhere and change He said he had a backpack, so what? obviously he went in with his his supplies were in the backpack. He left out the bag in the woods and then left the bag in the woods and came back without the backpack. Because if he came back with the backpack, he would have known that was broke. That nigga was plotting the entire day. He's like, today I'm going to suck this. <laughs> I want to suck this man's dick. <laughs> today I want to suck this nigga's dick. Today is what he said. Today. <laughs> Um, me and my good point was it suspicious that the nigga that is here to set you up with this complete stranger my girlfriend my girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend. Well, first of all is that is it was his barber why are you talking to me about, why are you talking to me about my dick dog yeah. It's just it's just it's odd. All of this is odd. But the fact wait, that all this happened wait, and he wait, we do know a- that these men are African American, Greg. Yes, they are black. Oh shut <laughs> Just disgracing us out here. You knew that. Come on now. I was I had how did you know that? I had a hope. They had a they have a photo of this guy. Oh, oh no, let hey, me see his face. I got a question. I got a serious question. Non related but serious question. How many like white people have you ever seen in Largo? Huh? Oh, I don't I'm not a Maryland person. I ever see in Largo? I mean he could have been Hispanic, Eric. I've just Oh no! This 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 nigga's a nigga. I don't know. Uh, That's about Maryland. But also, I feel like gentrification. No. 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 Oh, nigga. Is this Brooks? This is, is the that dude. Brooks? That's Brooks. Brooks. Or is this the dude? This so is the victim. No, this is Brooks. This is How you missed that? How you missed that? How you missed that? How you missed that? You ain't missed that. No what it was way. was. Let me tell you what it was. Who was? You knew how it was. There's no reason you ain't know that was man. You just got scared. You thought you liked it too much, and you was like, "Nah, I can't do this. I can't go out like this in the hood." And then you reported him. You like that shit. It's okay if you like that shit. Just I got too many questions right now. Nah, ain't no question. No, 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 I got a lot of questions. I got to get these questions off. One: Would you ever go to a barber whose hairline looks like this? No. 
Right? I just looked at it. It looks horrible. That's the first question, because my nigga ain't nowhere in hell. Secondly, and this is going to be real vulgar, but my nigga, you ain't feel that stubble on your balls? And what? There's nothing about this man that could even come off as feminine. Some people like a little stuff. Well, look, you know what? He might have titties too, though. But I can only imagine how this nigga walked off. Like, walked away from... (laughs) Like, just watch away from where this man was sitting. Like, I can only just imagine... First of all, let's go... He took away let's go from back. the bench. Let's go so, back to my original... I can story. only imagine the steps he took back to no, this no, no. man and now his garment. Kelly, now in my head. Stop it. I got a free joint. I got a free joint in the woods somewhere. There is no fucking way that this man thought that this this Brooks guy was a woman at any point in time. Like, but Kelly. sir... This you were goes, just fresh out, maybe you were horny. I don't know what was going on. I mean, you, it was dark outside. And you want to blame it on everything, but the fact that you just wanted to you like it. that day, like cut it out. But this goes back to my original point. Now that we have seen this man, this man tells you, "I got some <laughs> friends that want to suck your dick." Now I'm even doubly more untrusting. <laughs> Why are you talking to my? Why are you talking to my dick? Why are you cutting my hair? That part. Wait, like, how did wait. You know how y'all. Begin? You know how y'all barber get in front of y'all. Nah, do y'all beard and stuff. Is this what y'all be talking about in the barbershop? And y'all, y'all be y'all be locking eyes when he do your shape. No, I feel like I at that. I feel like at that point about. they locked eyes, and he was like, "You know what? I, you know what? I got some girlfriends." Nah, the barber do that more. He fuck that nigga's dick, dog. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we can end the show right now. Shit. Yeah. Post Brooks uh, photo on our Instagram page so people can just get a gander. Oh, oh my God. I want you to caption it. Would you let this man suck your dick? No. <laughs> Like we have some questions. Would you let this man suck your dick? Would you would you recognize this man if he was dressed in drag? Recognize your dick. I was still stu- I'm still stuck on the question though. Like you trying to tell me you I feel like I should close my window. Ball? My neighbors are probably like, What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> this nigga didn't feel the stubble on his balls, dog? Nah, Slim, you lying, dog. Talk about you just seen the outline of a beard. No nigga, uh, you felt the beard. No, you one hundred percent felt the beard. Yeah. And you didn't I, see this I bet Brooke's mouth was real good. And that's the type of oh, no. I bet his mouth was exceptional. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was exceptional because you know what? He went back <laughs> the house. <laughs> Let's not forget. Even after he was like, "Hmm, this was weird. I'm not <laughs> sure." Did meet him at a secondary location on another day. <laughs> so you know what? It could have popped off. I don't don't believe you, sir. I believe one of your mans was like, you did what? And now you're ashamed. (laughs) Now you the victim. Now you want to go call the news. After this man gave you some nice nice warm mouth massages, okay? That's it for first. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. Hey, you know shut it down. Largo, shut it down. Holy. Way to go, Largo. Damn. I, have no I can't believe they got that. That's crazy. <laughs> I have no In my spirit. 
right, let me see. Also, real real valid question though. I've got to bring this shit up. When this nigga came back dressed as a woman, you couldn't tell that he wasn't built. Uh, that was my point. E. Like I said, I'm sure this nigga walked away from him a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there was a walk. There was a cadence. There was a cadence. I want to know what he was wearing because realistically, what did you take off to put on in the woods? Hey, yo, you know what? You know who uh, Brooks is? He the, he he old dude from Baby Boy that ass with a little pink fishnet joint. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hey, little skinny ass in this. Uh, my God, are larger women not, like not built? Nicely to where he didn't tell the French. <laughs> That's not to be shady. That's a question. I don't know, Marilyn. Nicely. Because like. <laughs> that is a real question. Because I'm like, no shade to anyone because all women are beautiful. But I'm just saying, like, this man has a very interesting shape, I'm sure. And this walking back to him, he didn't like question this man's taste. Like, this is who you thought I wanted to. But I guess it's dark, so it doesn't matter. Obviously, it was because he he let that mouth happen. Yeah, but like Look, he just wanted to see what that mouth did, and he he saw what it did until he felt it. He felt it. <laughs> hey, yo, know, I would have loved to see the conversation between the cop and Brooks when they talked. <laughs> Bruh, I know people <laughs> on the police force. I feel like I should call them. Nah, nigga, no, you can't. <laughs> can't like, hey, I read, I read this article. Are you aware? I just want to know what your reaction was when you read this report. I don't need to know any proprietary information. I just want to know what the, what the rumors swirling around the, the, the precinct are. Like, what, what was this conversation like, dog? He was like, so uh, you... um. You're going to tell me, so you're being accused of uh, meeting this gentleman in the park, going to the woods. No, no, sir. No, sir. I was not meeting a gentleman. I was meeting a woman. I was meeting one of his friends. (laughs) This was an arrangement between me and another woman. Okay. uh, Could you you have their names? No. This is your friend. friend. Oh my god. Is this a friend? But also can you imagine the person who wrote this news article? I bet it took them days to stop laughing to write this news article. Kelly couldn't even read it. Look, when I got to the point when they went to that back to the woodlawn with that backpack, I was done. Because I could just I was picturing it. I can I was picturing and something told me it was a burly dude. I'm picturing this burly ass dude. Walk away from his quote unquote client slash friend slash I don't know, pimp. I don't know. And then you come back probably with the same fucking walk you had before with just a wig and a dress on. And this man not one at not one point like looked at him and was like, Yeah, what's on it? Right. <laughs> Where'd he go? Where'd Brooks go? It's like, like you just disappear, Brooks just goes and you just come away. Like what like at no point did you ask, like you didn't think that would be an introduction, like Brooks didn't come up and just he walk and walk up and say, Hey, my this girlfriend. Is my friend that wants to suck your dick. Like this no. is my friend. Mm-mm. Like, no, I'm just going to send her. I'm going to send her down. You, you know, this this kind of feels like, you know those shirts that be like, I'm not saying I'm Batman, but you never seen me <laughs> Batman in the same room. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm my girlfriend, but you never seen me and my girlfriend in the same room. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lardo, what are y'all doing? Like, 
Hey, <laughs> this is this is embarrassing. Like, I'm sorry, guys, but this is mm. okay. Um, actually, I can play a clip. So we need to find some good news from Largo next week. Shit, man. A moment came on Monday, May 25th, when Banks hopped on Instagram Live to give everyone a piece of her mind, specifically Nikki and Doja, who she refers to as a white bitch. Thing that I find funny, right? Nikki is for all that. F- now you have for Cardi B for talking shit about black women, and now you quiet because you got your little number one with this white bitch. You mad, you wild for that. You should have got right on that queen radio and you should have put that down in the ground where the she belongs. Put that down in the South African emerald mine where the that white belongs. Like now, now, now I'm looking back at it. It's like you was just jealous of Cardi. You just jealous. Like you was just jealous because she got more swag than you. Like what? What? You went on a whole. You made a whole radio show about how Cardi B is bad for black women, but you're. But that was only the tip of the iceberg. Banks also insists she once had sex with famed comedian Dave Chappelle and sees no reason to protect his marriage any longer. Because it's a lot of tea that I be wanting to spill on y'all black, especially like when y'all be seeing me get a, getting attacked in the media shit, and y'all don't come to my rescue and shit like that. Like Dave Chappelle, I should ruin your fucking marriage. I should ruin your fucking marriage. I should tell the world that we fuck. That we fuck. <laughs> you got some good. I should tell the whole world that we fuck. Cause y'all don't look out for me. So what the fuck I'm keeping secrets for y'all niggas for? So, um, apparently Azalea Banks fucked Dave Chappelle. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, I want to go back to what she said before. <laughs> that was more interesting. Yeah. Of course, Nikki is jealous of Cardi. Of course. Yeah. I, Girl, I don't nobody give a damn that you slept with Dave Chappelle, and probably nobody's going to believe you. Don't nobody really give a damn what Azalea Banks is. I would, get, I would put it like this. Put out a song. Shit. Awkward looking. Like, awkward looking as just like a person, not like in the face. He's just like an awkward individual. We love him for his awkwardness, but he's just awkward in a way, right? Mm-hmm. He could, you could, like, that's not a nigga that you're going to say that you fucked and people are going to look at you like, nah, you didn't. It's going to be like, why did you fuck him? No. Nah, because you got a lot of money. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you deserve that they protect you? Like, 
So you was like putting the pussy out there for what? Like yeah. protection and oh, protection from what? Girl, just drop an OnlyFans link. Like <laughs> we ain't trying we to don't care about any of that. Why was do that long ass back, Swim? Don't do this. Uh, didn't somebody spit on her last year? It was like the dude. From, who the fuck was? Uh, <laughs> no, he was in a <laughs> movie. I'm trying to. The dude from Three Hundred. Oh, Russell Crowe? Yeah. Wait, was he in 300? Oh, he said, though, I think she said Nikolai uh, Tesla did that shit. Shit. Well, I see it. Doesn't matter. Was it on purpose? Yeah. Well, let me see. What I just, I don't know. I just need to talk about saying things because it feels like she don't ever have anything productive to say. Everything that I ever hear about her is contrarian. Everything. Yeah. I'm like, does she ever have anything positive to say? She's always creating some new beef or she's talking about something that people stopped talking about months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand. It's weird. I don't get her angle. I don't get, I don't get it. Her music is really good. I just don't understand. Why. And that is one part I do remember. Back in the day, I remember why I started listening to Azalea Banks because of her very first, like one of her first singles. It was dope. And then, ever since I started with the motherfucking chickens in the closet, I just knew that things were just never going to be the same. So, and they weren't, honestly. They weren't. They have not been, actually, guys. They have not been the same since. Ever since I seen that bloody closet floor and them dead chickens, I knew. The music. I can't believe you looked at that. I couldn't bring myself What's to look over? at it. <laughs> I didn't know what I was looking at at first, so it was kind of like all I saw on Twitter was like Azalea Banks and dead chicken. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I look at I look it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, okay. And from there, I knew that um, the music just was not either going to come again or not ever be the same. And I think it just has been that way. You said come again like Brooks from Largo, but it's okay. Look. <laughs> just saying. Brooks is in business. Brooks is clipping himself out. <laughs> so so Brooks is on some um, like he's on some base motel shit. Ain't that what the dude did from Psycho? Yeah. So dress up like his mama, pretend to be her. Let's just go meet in the park. We'll get our dicks up. I just want to know, like, I wonder if his friends ask him, like, yo, like, how many other people you did that to? Because that couldn't have been his first time. He was prepared. Like, he had a backpack. That wasn't his first time. <laughs> he had a backpack. He had a go back. Like, he was ready. That's been a night, Dad. <laughs> 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 he was ready. <laughs> I think that's what that uh, whole bag. <laughs> Wait, so the backpack. What's in your whole bag? <laughs> a week in a dress. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I had no whole bag in some years. <laughs> 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 oh, I've been Brooks all day, but Brenda has been calling me. Oh shit! I'm going from Brooks to Brenda. Her. All right, from Brooks to Brenda oh, in a matter of minutes. Mm. 
Do we need Just, to touch on Doja Cat or can we leave her alone? You <laughs> saying what happened? Uh, Doja Cat. Do we need to talk about her? We, no. I uh, guess not. I mean, I'm not fully under. I don't. I don't. I don't uh-uh. fully follow that. But I, from the consensus of the group, we do not need to. You don't have to fill me in. I'll, I'll do my own research. Thanks. Yeah. I'm just going. Well, you know what? I'll. I'll leave. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll leave it be. No, listen. Because when if I say something, it's going to be. It's controversial as fuck. But like in my head, it really be feeling like this shit happens a lot often with like tragic mulatto kids who have white mothers. Yeah, I can. I, I, mm, damn, E. This is Eric's platform. No, it's not. I'm not going into it. I I can take you on this one. Eric, Eric has a platform. You do have a platform because it's not the first time you've brought it up about mixed race people with white mothers. I'm not saying you're incorrect. I'm just saying this is your hill. I'm saying I have at least one real life reference that I can say. Speak. Um, that's true. It's gonna scare the shit out of me in a few months, years too. Nah, it I don't mean, if you're doing your job right, it shouldn't. It should. <laughs> true. That is true. I would say that in that particular scenario, the dad wasn't doing their thing right because I would say, without naming names or dropping too many hints, that this particular person I knew the majority of my life. And I remember one day we were just hanging out and I found out after I went to college that uh, their father was uh, an alpha. And that's crazy how I went my entire literally like since first grade, like I went my entire life <laughs> and I had no idea until they was cleaning out the motherfucking attic. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I say that to say, the mother has a heavy influence. And I will say that just in my own personal life. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't say I'm closer to my mom's side of the family, but I was definitely around my mom's side of the family a lot more than I was my dad's side of the family. Um, so I get it. I get how that can happen. But, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, listen. It ain't... There's no way for me to go and prove it, right? Like, how do you go and like do the search and shit, right? right. I'm just saying though, it just seems like from my personal experiences, it seems like like you you gonna see a black dude date an all lives matter white woman before you see a a black woman date an all lives matter uh, white dude. Big facts, right? Big facts. Like, I just, like I just think there's there's a propensity of like one over the other one. Right, so if you're a black dude and your your woman is all you know all lives matter and this shit, you got people out here talking about oh you know what make sure you pray for for the such and such that kills such and such because they are, they need our prayers too and it's like my nigga what like like yeah I, that's that's I that's as far as I'm going to go. Them I don't see color people. Them 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 niggas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I won't go on a rant because I've gone on so many. Why not? You got the platform. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm from, I'm from Smithfield, Virginia, and I think it was mad annoying growing up having a best friend that eventually, you know, we were apart from one another for many reasons. But that was a large part of it. It was just that whole identification of me becoming more fireman. Who I was and who I identified as, and not necessarily expecting her to achieve that same level of um, 
affirmation, but I guess I just expected there to be some type of common level of understanding and there wasn't. And it was a lot of, you know, just to me, blissfully ignorant shit. You know, your license plate, don't tread on me. Like what? <laughs> How? How could you possibly do that? That's just like having a Confederate flag on your on your license plate. Honestly, in my opinion. And a lot of the things, it just, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. So I could lend to the fact that I firsthand saw how that type of influence could potentially be um, be the case. But on the same hand, though, I can't say that her sister was the exact opposite. Exact opposite. Mm -hmm. So... It's, it's hard to put that in a box, you know, now that I'm thinking about it and, and saying it out loud because, you know, her, her sister is older than her and she was honestly the complete opposite. The, you know, hung out with all the black people, identified completely with her black side, married a black man, had black babies, like it was completely different. So I don't know. It's, I think maybe it's just based on the individual and how they just interpret the whole situation as a whole and how they take it as their own experience. But for me personally, I think at this point, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we separated when we did because I don't think I would have had the patience or the tolerance to deal with it at this point in time. Yeah. Well, anybody else have anything, any thoughts on that one? We only have one more article because we're just going to skip some. Um, Aisha Curry flaunts 35-pound weight loss in sexy bikini photos as her previous comments resurface. What comments? So. So. What? Okay. First of all, the comments that she said years ago, they were stupid. They were ones where she was talking about, you know, talking about how, like, like, she was pretty much outfit shaming women who wear more revealing clothing as, you know, trying to get attention and she was saying that she was like she would rather save that for her man. Okay, well she was branding herself. Yeah, but here goes my thing, right? Those comments were dumb then, but it's also dumb to be like, oh, you're a hypocrite now because she was wearing a basic ass bikini. This shit wasn't sexy. It was like she was about to hop into a fucking pool. Exactly. Like, she wasn't like, like posted up like fucking Rabbi Loso or some shit. Exactly. She was wearing a regular ass bikini, dog. Like, like it's funny because it's just like people like they. It's like moving goalposts just so you could try to like catch niggas and some shit when it ain't even that deep. Sometimes. Um. So. I saw it. I thought she looked good. I mean, I look at it as right. I mean, I look at it as her just basically reclaiming her sexy man. She probably like like to say she just had three kids and shit. If her body looked like that, I would be feeling myself too, and I would be happy to feel myself knowing that I have a successful, happy marriage. You know, at least that's what it looks like from the outside, and I'm being sexy, honestly, for my husband. So. We saw people, and we see people mature that way in their marriages, how, you know, they may have a wholesome image, and then as they become more, you know, into their marriage or become, you know, more of a woman or grow more into a mature relationship, they, you know, embrace their sexiness as well. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, like, 
it's such a, a hypocritical thing on the internet because people can go back and read your history mm-hmm. that we want people to grow and we want people to be more evolved. But then when they are and they're like, oh, okay, you know, my, my views on this weren't as they, they once were, you know, I'm okay. If I, you agree. Okay. Weren't as they once were. And then now it's like, remember when, nah, remember when you said this? Yes, I do. And now I don't feel that way. Right. So which which version of me would you prefer? Because you obviously ain't like that one. So when you say that, it made me think about this week. Jimmy Fallon um, had tweeted about how he did this sketch like 20 years ago where the he Chris had Rock like, sketch. yeah. And I was like, I mean, y'all are choosing to be mad about this because first of all, it was 20 years ago. And then since then, he's been so active. I feel like as far as being an ally, um, Right. But and that wasn't even completely on Jimmy Fallon one because that was on SNL. Yep. And so, you know, if somebody that you're impersonating is right there and they're okay with it. Right. And I like like Jamie Foxx came out against um well, for Jimmy Fallon, it was like, look, Jimmy Fallon, it, he, I wouldn't consider that like blackface. He's a comedian. He was doing a sketch. It wasn't like he was making fun of Chris Rock, obviously. He was like, you know, we did, we did a lot of similar stuff on um, like, Living Color. In Living Color. Thank you, because I was really wanting to say Living Single. <laughs> <laughs> and I could not get it to come out. I don't know, man. I'm going to say this, though. What you gonna say? It, what Jimmy? What he did is not as bad. It's nowhere near as bad as Chris Rock sitting up in front of like two or three like white comedians who were just like spewing off the n word in front of them like it was nothing. Right. Like that's not the same conversation. But there's a wider. Th- Here goes the thing about it. We look. We always like DFI celebrities on social media and shit. Yeah. But forget that they're fucking people. Because if you sit here and have the fundamental fundamental thought that everybody is lying on Twitter, including everybody in this chat, I'm not saying this is why I say here everybody's lying. What do you mean? You're not showing the complete version of yourself. You show the best versions of yourself. You don't want people looking at you like you crazy or this and a third of your your social profile. No, you put on your best face. Essentially, like you you kind of kind of like you're dating the whole social the whole internet. You want them to think the very best of your online presence. That's not you. That's some people. I think some people are their true selves behind the internet. Maybe, but some of, but most of us. I dare I say, almost all of us. Even even if it's lying by omission, we're all lying on the internet in one way or the next. Yeah. So my thing is, is like celebrities do that shit too. But like at some point, you got you got big shit to worry about. Like, like is it a lie or is it privacy? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Like sometimes, like it's not so much omission as far um, rather than just keeping it on business. Right? They don't owe you shit. Nobody owe you nothing. Branding. It's it's all branding, right? But all, but like, everyone has a curated presence on the internet. Exactly, and their curated presence is almost never who they are. I, I dare I venture to say that nobody's curated presence on the internet is literally who they are. That's just because you can't give all yourself. Can you say that for yourself too. Yes, I'm including me. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree. So, like, celebrities can't fuck up too. Like, you got you got, you got uncles and cousins that be saying dumb, wild shit, and like be messing with like little underage girls around the corner and shit. You don't know say that. Like, the fuck, go 
worry about your home people, your people at home. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue. So, do you guys want to do what's bothering us first? You want to do the quick dope and up? Um, like I've already said, what's bothering me? I mean, I, I can go. I can say. I, well, I don't want to say what's bothering me because there's enough negativity going on. As is, I do want to send out a shout of solidarity to everybody who's able to fight, you know, protest. Yo, I'm don't look, don't be mad. At, I'm just gonna give my, my biggest thing right. If I'm gonna be angry at something, what's bothering me is the amount of black people who are more upset at the effect, which is people rioting and looting, than they are of the cause, which we, we saw this week. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna bounce off that because <laughs> if you have been following me on Twitter in the last 24 hours, I've been in a battle with <laughs> this group called Black Voices for Trump mm-hmm. because oh. that's a, a real thing. Like, I thought it was a troll account at first. That's why I like was like, okay, like who's behind this? And this person is for real. And I was like, dude, like what the fuck? I mean, I didn't say that on Twitter because I was trying to. I t- <laughs> I, I said I tweeted this earlier. Like I didn't want to come out with the cussing and you know the aggressive language because that's what they want out of us. Mm-hmm. So I've like in the most you know Christian way possible said what the fuck. Like in this you know in this day and age you're still you know sucking his metaphorical dick. <laughs> Bronx. What did you say? Wait. What did she? Yeah, hey, I hear Brooks. Dang, what did you say? So, Brooks I just yelled out Brooks. Female mouth. Not metaphorical dick. So, we just going to call dick sucking Brooks from now on? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's between, I don't know who I'm more bothered by. Um, as far as if it's the black people who are so um, against other black people, as far as, you know, supporting Trump so heavy and not holding him accountable and then speaking against us, um, against the riots and protesting and stuff. Or, like I said, being the Christian person I am, the people who are in the pastoral realm, like whether they be the white evangelicals or the Daryl Scotts of the world who are both of them, black and (laughs) pastors, who just, like, are so, like... I don't know if they feel like they can't get out of it, so they have to keep up the uh, at the act or whatever. Like I don't know how you can truly be this uh, insufferable. Like <laughs> they just dig these heels into this wrongness. Money. And the, just the, the time. The, the time to, uh, I'm I'm sorry. This is gonna sound real messed up, but the time to look at black church folk as the guide and light as far as what's pushing for what's just and equitable stopped when King died. My bad. When King was murdered, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, let's okay. So since you did that just now, um, I just want everyone to say um, that people are murdered, killed, um, assassinated. Like those words, all these things about um, Mr. Floyd was arrested. He was um, all these yeah, other verbs like are hey, true. Like he no, he was really killed out here. He didn't just die. Yeah, people saying, yeah, he, he died the other day. No, no he was murdered. Yeah. <laughs> like, verbs are real things that need to be it taken seriously. Yeah. I will give a positive note, though. 
What's that? Uh, I want to shout out to a good friend of mine, brother of mine, also, um, Lawrence Ross, for launching the uh, MPAC. MPAC. It's not called that. It's the 52 week BGLO challenge. Uh, two weeks ago, we were able, as a collective, to donate um, upwards of $16,000 to a scholarship at Dillard. This past week, uh, we, as a we as a collective, and I'm saying we because I'm a member, I'm not like leading it. We as a collective uh, raised over twenty thousand. Uh, that goes to a, 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 a nonprofit that helps uh, bring food to food to food deserts and uh, across the country. So yeah, we. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to that. Looking forward to next week and what we donating to. Uh, it's good seeing uh, Black Greek letter organization folk. You know, do some good shit. So no moment of. It was good to balance out all the bullshit. Mm. Kelly, you got anything? Mm. Um, <laughs> why do y'all always laugh at me? Because you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even be trying to be funny. That's what makes that shit funny. I guess. Um, I mean, I mean, the same shit is louder than me. It's bothering everybody else. I mean, I'm just, I think like everybody, I think we're just exhausted and tired. I mean, I don't know how else to put that. I think I have sobbed um, probably two or three times in the past couple of days just because it's just hard. It's difficult. Yeah. My dad is not here with me, but if he were here, I would be afraid for him. I'm afraid for all my family. I'm afraid for y'all. For everybody. And that's like a that's trauma. Like that's a real that's an internalized fear of just getting a call or getting a text or getting a notification of any kind that anybody close to me that I love or care about and consider family of any kind is is hurt or hemmed up or put in a situation that I know however it was described was definitely not the case. So it's just, it's a, a hopeless, hopeless feeling. Um, you know, you want to not be bothered by all of this. You know, you want it to be over. You want it to be done. But it's just, you know, it never went away. <laughs> it never, ever, ever went away. You know, I went home two weekends in a row. or went, you know, down that way. And both times I passed at least two uh, high flying Confederate flags. One you can clearly see right off of 95. The other ones, um, and a don't trade on me flag I saw just going down about 10. It's just normal. I mean, it's nothing that to me, honestly, is shocking or different. I think I'm pretty. Mm, um, desensitized or whatever from it at this point because I've seen it for so long growing up in Isle of White County. Um, but I don't know, y'all. Like, the same shit that's been bothering me probably since I was a kid is still bothering me. It's just fucked up because the stories that, you know, you hear from your grandparents and your great-grandparents and even your parents because they even, you know, were of age to be part of the integration and segregation era and to just deal and hear what they had to just deal with and to see all this shit. It's just, it's a bit unreal. It's a bit unsettling. 
And it's a bit unnerving, you know? I like to laugh, y'all. I like to be the funny person and be the upbeat, lighthearted, joking, you know, piehead of the group. And it's difficult at the moment to do that when my heart is so absolutely heavy, um, you know? without going too far into it, you know, and crying and all that shit. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough, it's rough, and it's difficult. And the long and short of it is, we're just tired. So, I mean, I wish I had some, you know, I'm blessed to be alive. I'm blessed to have all of y'all. I'm blessed to, you know, have the people I have in my life and in my family that are healthy and here. But, you know, it just sucks. It's the fucking worst. So I'm a little bit more bothered than I am blessed this week, but I am thankful. I guess. Hi. Oh, sorry. I had a question because she mentioned smoking, and it just popped in my head. So, how long? How long after everything opens up and like they call it clear or whatever, are you having sessions? Or are you participating in sessions? And Eric, you can answer as well, just because. Oh, in a group. How do you mean with other people? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't sit around with other motherfuckers and smoke. That's, right. That's not that, a. I don't do that anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't. Like, the only thing that can fuck up your high. Yeah, I just. I would say. Um, I'm. I've only been really partaking with with one other person, <laughs> the person I live with, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm still very cautious and, and, and weird about that. I think if, if I were to smoke in a group setting, then it would be kind of like BYOB type of shit. Like, bring y'all and we can smoke together, but not passing. Passing, not yeah. Passing. That was, <laughs> like, was thinking like, no, no thanks. So, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's better off. Let's just get on the Zoom call and I'll be lighting up like we, you know, doing anyway. And let that be the thing. But Nah, I'm just, I'm good on it for a while. I'd rather just have my own. Yeah, uh, I've never been a, hey, are you trying to smoke? All right, I'm coming through type person. I'm, like, the whole concept of sessions is just kind of, like, weird to me anyway, because even if it's bring your own shit, I can't trust the shit somebody else going to bring yeah. to be, like, like with my shit. Like, maybe what, do you, what do you mean? You can't trust like, it. Listen, some niggas be smoking mid and swearing it's loud, and I just can't. <laughs> okay, right. that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I come through the door loud, right, and you got mid, then that means that I got to, like, lower or, like, subdue, like, the type of high that I want because your ass is being cheap? No, I don't. I'd rather smoke my own shit how I want to smoke it, and there's that. I will say... You sound anti-social, Sam. I'm not even anti-social. It's just one of those things where I don't smoke with other people other than, like, my girl. Like, I mean, I guess. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I would say this. I have trusted people that I, that I love and I know that I, I know are, you know, people that I would smoke with regularly. Um, if they happen to be in town and we can link up, then probably because, you know, as long as, you know, there are no crazy stuff. But I don't, I mean, usually I'm on the same page with the people that I'm, I'm 
you know, I partake with. I don't know about you. So, I mean, my friends were all on the usually. So, I don't know. I don't know, Eve. That sounds, I don't know. I don't know. But the longest short of it is, nah, not for a while. Shit, not at least, not at least next year. I don't want the runner. Listen, I'm just seeing motherfuckers being like, oh, yeah, we going to open up shit or as is. Not even on some smoke shit or some just like, like, I guarantee you people forgot how to wash their hands already. Of course. <laughs> that was the first thing they forgot immediately. Like, remember how I tell you, like, do like, the whole, like, you know, proper way to wash your hands? Niggas don't forget. Niggas stopped doing that shit a month ago. Everybody hands is moisturized. Dry hands wet. Did anybody uh, see Shamik Moore's rant on Twitter today? Yo, who is Shamik Moore? Honestly, you said me. I was like, who is Shamik Moore? Is that his name? Should be should talk less. Who is Shamik Moore? He's a singer. He's an actor. Yes, he's an actor. Um, in what? Uh, he was in Dope. Yeah, he was in Dope. I think. And he's in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Into, in quotes, because you're not in... It's a, right. in he is Isn't he in Wu-Tang, too? What? Uh, uh, yeah, he might... Yeah, I think he was in Wu-Tang. I can't think about who he was, though. Let me go with this man, because that is not helping me. Not apparently, apparently he just did a live to just to try to fix what he originally said, and apparently it did not go well. Oh, my God. Because, like, I mean, just ate your food, sir. And just sit down and eat your food. <laughs> I need more. Is that what's bothering you, Dad? Oh, <laughs> him? That guy? That guy. What did he say? He was probably dumb. Yeah, what are you? Because I'm looking. Somebody said Shamit really did say Rosa Parks could have taken the cab instead of the bus. What? What did he say? No, he really did three different videos this morning, and I was like. I got through like maybe 30, 45 seconds of the first one. I was like, is the same as when Kanye said he fight back before they made him a slave because that ish was a choice. I right, dude. Rosa Parks should have taken a cab. Okay. Wow. Essentially a lot of his um his rant was how we need to learn how to deal with the police. Um, instead of you know all the things that that we've been doing thus far, I don't really know how you plan on dealing with the police. But on the flip side of this, if we're going to talk about what is blessing us, you know what I'm blessed by? Fucking John. I don't know how to properly pronounce oh, his Boyega? name. Boyega, yeah. sir, you deserve every award, every good thing, every blessing, every pouring out, pressed down, shaken together, running over in abundance for the way you are handling these people on the internet. Put mm. on Twitter. Man, I got a little wet. I'm not gonna lie. On his <laughs> I stand. Oh shit! The way he said, like, meant it with his whole chest. His whole chest. 
Well, he started he started on Twitter and then went on IG Live to further clarify that if you are racist, if you have racist things to say, if you have things to say against black people, get up off my timeline. I don't need your money and I don't need your support. Don't come see my movies. Don't watch my TV shows. And he his tweet started as I hate fucking racist. And then of course people, both black and white, funny enough, was like, Well, there's a bunch of different types of racism. Mm-hmm. One one black guy said, Well, I, I broke up with my girlfriend because she says she hates white people. He was like, Yeah, that's not the racism I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very specific. I'm being very clear. He was like, just to be clear, I'm talking about the racism between whites against black people. What type of nigga says that he broke up with his black woman because she said she didn't like white women? What? Yo, that nigga. Fuck out of here, dog. Fuck out of here. I ain't gonna hold you. I really thought for a second, maybe because I'm high, I don't know, that <laughs> you were a video playing. Like, I thought that was a YouTube clip. I had to look up, and I was like, oh, that is Eric talking. I'm sorry. Keep going. Come on, Brooks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kelly got that good over there. Oh, I always do. Right. Always do. He's uh, doping ups out the way so we can... Uh, so I'm only going to do seven. So Kelly has five, Baylor has five, and then there's the one from the listener from last week. So we'll start with those. So the first one, it's introspection by, how do you pronounce this? Umi? U-M-I? Yumi? Umi? I don't know, but it's that one. So here we go. And this is Baylor. So the first five of Baylor Number six says, Pretty girl, pity hurts. Now you walk across the fire line. Your pretty girls had your pretty pearls. No, okay, so that was Umi's introspection. Dope and dope. Dope! That shit was dope. I'm looking her up right now. I'm kind of mad that I didn't, um, I didn't listen to her album yet. Now I will. I like that. That was dope. Tiff Day, dope nope. Um, I guess dope. Okay. I think Day is having connection issues. Oh. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> dope. Okay. Um, second song by Baylor. It's by Loaded Lux and the world famous something. And the fir- the world famous Brucey B, and it's called "Shaking Up the Dice, the Glow." Yeah, it's the world famous Brucey B. Working with my main, my main man, Loaded Lux. This has what to go in. Hold on, what's the hold up? Time is money, you think that's a gold rush? Yes, yes. Always going in, and I ain't home much. 
But baby in the pictures when you scroll up Got the glow Shut up Two stones, based up no advice. I can't make this up the same I like things. Then I'm uh, shaking up the dice. Shake the dice baby. Shaking up the dice. Man, I'm uh, shaking up the dice. Uh, yeah. And all I can hear is uh, <laughs> young ma. <laughs> yes, Eric. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you call it Stephanie. I call it Hefeni. That's all I hear. That is all. That is all I hear. And whatever that fucking damn. Yeah. I ain't hate it. All these murder hot niggas. That's what you heard. That's probably why I ain't hate it. Because I was just vibing to the beat. That was a low or. All right, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Tiff just said no. I can just feel it. So, track number three, it's Chris Brown and Joyna Lucas. It's called Finally. Um, so, wait, whose song is it? Is it Chris? It has to be Joyna Lucas because it's from the ADHD album. So, here we go. Got a hundred million things all on my mind Every damn thing, new day, new fight Always running in and out my life Hell no But I won't let you back in this time I won't let you back in my mind I won't let you blame me this time Hell no Finally, I can fly and be free And be me, you do you, I'll do me I don't mind it, no and be free and be me you do you or do me and i like it and they used to always tell me you ain't nothing special damn it you done took it to another level yeah. I okay i tried to give it like an extra 10 seconds but uh it didn't hit for me eric you are muted why did it feel like it took too long no not even Chris that. Brown? the transition between the opening was so damn choppy and didn't flow into like the rapping part. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like Joyner Lucas is better when he does his own music by himself instead of trying to have features for everything. But it sounds like Chris Brown. No. It's definitely a Chris Brown song. Featuring mm-hmm. Joyner Lucas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a high no. Uh. <laughs> it's just a no for me. Yeah. I, I like Joyner, but Technically speaking, you know, coming from Kelly, that is also a hot <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a compliment. Uh, I'm so tickled. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but nah, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I I'm, I might check this shit out later. I'm gonna give it a or to be nice. But they could ruin that shit real easily. Yeah. I mean, I heard it, but I skip it every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that was a high hell no. Oh. Tiff, you said nope too. I I'll say or. I mean, I didn't hate it, so. Okay. Uh, track number four. It's Nipsey Hussle's "Count Up That Loot." Yeah. Some like some lazy shit. 
What? Count up that low, count up that low, nigga. Count up that low, that's just what I do. Count up that low, nigga. What? Count up that low, count up that low. Nah, count up that low, count up that low. Nah, black on black beans, young niggas solo. Nah, go Cuban lakes, just rapping my roots. Nah, blood, sweat, and tears, just squeezing my fruits. Nah, the top of my game, and what's up with you? Nah, pop at you lanes, cause I'm sucker proof. Nah, don't play no games, boy, I'm bust proof. Can't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. That was Nipsey Hustle's Count Up That Loot, Dope Note. No, like having people who passed on this list. You said what? I don't. You said yeah, Nipsey, Nip- right? Yeah. yeah. Just because they, they You feel like you have to give him a, a courtesy dope yeah, you like- <laughs> I feel like it, I would need like an actual verse outside of count up that loot count up that loot like you gonna have to give me something more nip is there more in this song is there something else i don't know i didn't get to listen to any of these songs before so i mean just this song is from 2015 yeah i was like what the hell why i I was i was also gonna ask why they releasing is this unreleased nips music but okay this is old was nipsey like who who submitted an old song baylor baylor don't do that shit again it's a West Coast thing, I think. Yeah, is he from no, no, no. Or no, Baylor. No, Dope or Nope is for new and recent release music, so we can share new and unre- newly released music to the masses. It would be funny if that we're, was the first time he heard it. Nigga, <laughs> 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 that's new to me. <laughs> bad. I said what I said. Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna get a voicemail this week. I know it. <laughs> I mean, I don't listen to that anyway. We miss you, baby. Come back to the show. It's okay. Baylor, follow me on Twitter. He know where to find me. Uh, we'll show you in person. Oh yes. Oh, he's mad at you, Kelly. Why? Yeah, about Smoke Free Weekend. Uh, wasn't that in the middle of a pandemic? So they postponed. I think it's now. I think it's in September. Or so you can't be mad. She ain't roll up yet. So why, why, why is he mad? Just Greg make sure you got started. all my things. Greg just like started not I'm not. Smoke free weekend. The table. And all diets were put on pause. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Listen. So let me see. Track number five. It's Bonnie and Clyde by Mac Wilds and Wale. What? Oh, no, thanks. <sighs> okay, go ahead. This, is, Wale, this but... is Baylor's fifth song for the week. try to do me like you do. Frontin' hard like fucking me and cheating, baby, shame on you. It ain't like we've been doing different things. Cause you were mine before you two began. Past times of loving you, liquor, sweat, and touching the breakups, makeups, and kissing every inch of you. And how my hair look, Mike? That song was also from 2017. Nigga. No. Bailey, you about to be put on the second shot list. <laughs> 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 
right. No, you know what? I'm gonna give him. The, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Are you? No, this is why. This is why. Why is it? What the fuck is time right now? <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe also uh, exploring their catalogs. Uh, but this no. days, not years. Like we can, we can give you a few days, but years. Listen, I'd, I'd even give you. Oh shit! This came out towards the end of 2019, and I just found it. Yeah. You're right. Fuck it. You're right. I, I was trying to be nice. It is. It's nice. That was nice. Of you you. want to give your your guys some great. You tried to try to give your your kin folks some 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 some, 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 some you know some leeway because he's a man. You both are men. <laughs> kin folks. Nigga. Right. No. You didn't want me to draw that parallel. You don't force kin folks. You don't want me to. You don't want me to lump you with the other men. Was that uncomfortable? Yeah, he, you're a man. He's a man. Get along. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> y'all do get along. Suck a dick. Oh, get along. What? Wow. Brooks. I feel like you didn't show him purpose. I feel like that's the purpose. There's no way in hell. Brooks. Wow. Yeah, I was like so joy. Eric, stay away from the wood line. <laughs> if you see a backpack, you better keep going. <laughs> oh, Play the next song, Greg. Yeah. So that's just a collective note. Um, this is Kelly's pick. It is by Breland and it's called Horse Ride. Hey! This sounds like a dick ride. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What would you say? Brooks? <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> that was a guess just going on the title. Like. <laughs> Ooh, this is Horse Ride by Breland and it's spelled B R E L A N D. Thought he wanted to take a horse ride. We've been waiting, you will never see the score tie. I done took her out the stick and took the side. Got a couple hundred bands, that's a horse ride. Let the doors hide. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not right into this. What the fuck? I know your baby gonna eat it up. Just let me know when you've seen Shawty wanna take a horse ride. We've been winning, you will never see the score tie. I done took her out the stands to the court side. Got a couple hundred bands, the horse ride, the doors high. So that was horse. Kelly riding. went back home and got a little Nas X in her. <laughs> that's oh, it's better than Nas X, in my opinion. It sound like big Nas X. <laughs> yeah, like that's not a compliment. Uh, it, I don't know. I I like it. It kind of is a compliment though, because I'm like, you know what? If you find a way to actually fuse country in a way that 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 that's got some like bop to it, like. No, that thing was kind of funny. Fuck with you know, you. I'm actually, I'm actually gonna give it a low dope, but <laughs> it's just still funny. <laughs> it's, it's unexpected. Like, look. that's why I like it because it's unexpected, but it's still a bop and it's southern. 
Like, now, I can sing it with a full Southern accent, and I love it. A place where the three biggest races there are pigs, then black people, then white people. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, that, that's a upper alley. I love country music, like, for real. Mm. And you mix it with hip-hop, and I love it even more. Okay. You have me excited, because you said that you could write it to it. And that is false. <laughs> look, look, Kelly said your knees may not be able to. Oh shit! I like the twerk. You can twerk to this song, so I don't know. Um. Oh, Kelly, you got a dope, right? Absolutely. E, what you got? Dope, dope, Thank you. dope. Wow. We okay. I gave it a dope too, so. And days low dope that still counts as a dope. So, and the Whatever last you one, call it, bro. <laughs> the last song is by Tiana Taylor, and it's called "Made It." Yep. Girl, you're working with some mad shit. You're bad, yeah. Make a nigga spend the cash, yeah. It's bad, yeah. Girl, you're working with some mad shit. You're bad, yeah. Make a nigga spend the bag, yeah. It's cash, yeah. Girl, you made it. You made it. Oh, yeah. You made it. You made it. Baby, girl, you made it. You made it. Oh, yeah. You made it. You made it. Been a long time coming. All these blessings rolling in. I ain't even see them coming. Too hard, too hard. I've been going too hard now. Okay, so that was Tiana Taylor's Made It. It was supposed to be a Haitian <sighs> song, I'm assuming. Um, Back the diploma up. <laughs> Back the diploma up. Yo. You said what? <laughs> Back the diploma up. <laughs> Back the diploma up. Um, so you remember last week when we heard that song from Kyle? Oh, yeah. I think it was Kyle, and we said it sounded dope, but it sounded like if Drake sung it, it probably would have been doper. Mm-hmm. I oh, feel like I'm doing that shit with this song. Oh hell no! Okay, time out. <laughs> still feel like this is a dope song. You know what I mean? Like I think mainly because of the visuals as well. Pair with it. Um. I think I think it's a bop. Like I'm not taking anything away from it. However, I still think that possibly with a verse in the same hook and possibly maybe even her vocals too on the song, it would be a probably dope ass remix with Drake in it. Did Drake already do this song? It sounded like it. That's why I said what I said. Not even that. Not not even that. Like there's another song where he actually like you, it just sounded maybe because it just sounded a lot like Drake. Like maybe because it was like three Drake songs in the song. Because it did. It sounded like that one, and then it sounded like something from the Fireworks Practice. album. What was the um, song where? What was the song where Drake actually started rapping Juvenile's verse from? Back that thing up. Uh, Practice. Practice. Yeah. Practice. What's it called? Yes. Yeah. I can oh, tell that you I feel, like Army. Was, I, feel, no, I feel like it was a faster paced song. He did that shit on like in the last two albums. Uh, practice is the only song that he did. That one song, Juvenile. I'm gonna find it and, and report back. We yeah. have recently yeah. listened to every Drake song, so yeah. Yeah. You, we know, we know. <laughs> yeah, like we are reaffirmed on all the Drake catalog. Okay. 
We did the bracket. Yeah. yeah. Well, we only did one side. We ain't doing a second one. No. I well, I finished the bracket. That was plenty. Yeah, that was a nice. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love Aubrey. Yes, I do. Out of here, I just got a question for y'all. So what it's regarding insecure. So one. Oh, hi, Aspen. Oh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he also wants to talk about insecure. So just got two questions for y'all. One, you feel like Molly was wrong for how she approached Andrew's brother? Nope. Who? Nope. Mm, nah, because I mean, he he was quote unquote playing devil's advocate. So nope. I mean, at that point, he was kind of open to whatever criticism or backlash was coming because he wanted to play devil's advocate. Right. He tried to to take the well. Maybe it wasn't Stanson. Have you have you ever thought that maybe like because I feel like Molly was really trying to hold it in, yep. but then when he decided to be like, well, maybe you're just perceiving it that way well maybe you know it's not quite that have you ever taken a step back like then it's just like all right so you're just not going to validate the way that i feel at all but we always have to fight for how we feel that wasn't my cat that time that was my door <laughs> that was your door <laughs> oh my god but yeah i agree with that I feel like she, like she was purposefully, in a sense, being undermined in that conversation. Like he was trying to sort of poke holes in what she was trying to say and trying to kind of dig and kind of go down that rabbit hole where to see probably where the conversation was going to go. It was fun for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a sense, he thought it was possibly going to be a lighthearted conversation, but he didn't realize the conversation he was entering. Yeah. Oh, he didn't realize the person he was entering the conversation with. with. Yeah, essentially. So somebody yeah. else could have done different differently. But if we're going to talk about insecure, I want to ask people how they felt about the scene when Molly went to the office and she told her assistant, "You don't get paid to make me look stupid." Ooh. Initially watching the episode, I ain't had no qualms with the line, but apparently the internet then blew up and was like, "This is not how you talk to people." Uh, in that role, you kind of do? Because it's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, your, your whole job, your whole reason, your whole function, right. your whole purpose for being there, your whole reason for getting a paycheck is to make sure that you make sure that this person at all times is mm-hmm. A1. So I'm, I'm, I agree with right? that, but you don't talk to people like, I don't give a fuck what your title is, you can still communicate your displeasure with my like production in a way that's actually professional. Yeah. But I don't feel like she said it like she didn't raise her voice. Like she was stern in the statement, but like I don't feel like she it was more matter of factly than like your job is on the line. I don't I I don't know. Like I get what she's saying. Like if you I see both sides, right? Because also people were pointing out that the girl was like, oh, you know, there's so many emails. I'm so behind. Mm -hmm. Like Molly could have taken the advantage to be like, okay, well, we should talk about your workload. Also, that's what she said. I'm just telling you what the internet said. I'm presenting both cases. I get into all that. All I'm saying is is that nobody here who has a boss, if you slip up, is it going to be okay if your boss says some shit to you like, you don't, like, you don't get paid to make me look dumb. I'm also not an assistant at a high-ranking law firm. So, I mean... 
Hey. I feel like that culture is very different. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest. Like, I work in a culture similar to that, and I've been in conversations in which I have been very uncomfortable for me. And I would say that I, you know, I have been told certain situations, these particular things in these particular ways. I mean, no, you 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 sort of kind of take it in shot. I mean, it's not like you're gonna say something back. I mean, I need I need to work in a sense, but I mean, it's handled in a. There's ways to handle situations like that, right. and there's ways that this girl could have handled that situation in the background that we may not be privy to. Like I said, there are always ways to handle other people to make sure that you CYA at all times. Yeah, but I don't think that somebody's reaction to being talked that way should be discussed in the same way if we're saying it's okay to talk to somebody like that. Yeah. I'm not, like, like the way that you react to it, that's your personal choice. It doesn't make somebody right or wrong for how they talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like it's, a, it's a larger conversation about a whole bunch of shit outside of this insecure right now. But right. we ask ourselves a question about... Uh, why do we consider, why do we concern ourselves more with the effect than we do the cause? Yeah. Right? So like like she like she received being talked to that way and she took it in stride and that's all well and good. At the end of the day, Molly was still out of pocket. I don't care level of power or anything like that. Like she was still out of pocket. Point blank period. Yeah. So like and honestly, and like even like the comment came from like it didn't matter if she was yelling or not because people say foul fucked up shit with a regular with a regular ass voice every day of the week. That's my that's just my that's my viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So what happens next episode? Just if I mean I highly doubt this will even happen, but if there's a scene in which you know they she's back from vacation and she has an opportunity to. You know, think about what was said and think about what was happening. And she apologized for what happened. She realized that she had a lot on her mind. She was traveling. She was stressed. She wanted to make her flight. She had a meeting that she wasn't aware of, you know, in a high stress environment where she already probably is dealing with other things. And she snapped. She said something that I agree with Diana was direct and matter of fact, but was not rude. Um, so, I mean, she said what it was, and that's it kind of, you know, is what it is. Like, I mean, I'm one of those people where I, I, I hate sometimes hearing the, the god-awful, very blunt truth of what sometimes my, my, my true situation is. But sometimes I got to look at it for what it is and understand it. And then sometimes in that, it makes it easier to navigate yeah. the situation. So... I mean, like, I, I agree it was probably not the best way to handle the situation, but I don't think that she was rude. I think that, like they said, she was direct, and she was very definitive in the things that she said because that wasn't her job. Her job is to make sure that Molly knows everything. It's her job to be on top of her work. It's her job to be able to manage multiple things at once, especially if she's working at a law firm. That is to be expected in that world, in that industry. So, I mean, there is some sympathy you know, working, being part of the business professional staff side of things, but at the same time, I get it. So, hopefully, there's an apology on the on the next episode, and there's a, a come, you know, a full circle moment. But if not, then it's a very clear and accurate uh, interpretation of the legal world. She's not going to apologize. <laughs> I'll say that now. <laughs> unless the girl, unless the girl somehow um, explicitly somehow. 
explains the way she feels like that she was you know uh made to feel smaller than or whatever she's not gonna feel any kind of way about it because molly's in her own little world of just molly like i just get a sense that that's how she is with everyone because we all saw how she treated isa like she kind of blew off the brother-in-law well not brother-in-law but i don't know boyfriend's brother so whatever but um yeah like that's her personality it wasn't just like an end moment saying that's who she is as a person but also character. like like let's be quite clear though um the brother was not wrong in what he said because molly was being a dick like like i said like we're we we talk about that whole conversation that she had with uh a- andrew's uh brother but the situation that even led to that whole thing happening molly was wrong in that like with the towel lady yes with the towel was, lady she was wrong she was, was she wrong Yes, she was wrong. If there's a, okay, if there's a policy, and she said, oh, they, they didn't show, we didn't even know if they showed it or not. At the same time, if this person is just like, hey, this is just a policy, like, she's assuming, because there's no way she would have saw that shit. I mean, saying? I I have to go back and watch the episode. I, I didn't see that part, but like, okay, but as the viewer, we have to take what you know, the, the character's point of view is as truth, right? So oh, Molly yeah. is saying and I mean I'm not just with saying, Molly. I'm just I'm just saying in general television, right? There there's not always something that you see on screen that people are reacting to. And I mean I've been in similar situations where like I've been at resorts out of countries and I felt like, you know, there have been things that have happened that white patrons don't like they don't we get treated differently than them. That is a fact. You're not wrong. But what I will say is that from what we know about Molly, especially looking at this season, is that she tends to place herself as as the victim of everything that people are doing around her to her. So including this, like, so it's hard for me to give her the benefit of the doubt because, of course, in this moment, she's like, oh, <coughs> it's for me. Like, because she cried what, too many times? Yes. But does that mean that this time it could not be valid? It's hard to give somebody the benefit of the doubt when they. But are you only not giving her the benefit of the doubt because she cried wolf too many times? Are you even giving her the benefit of the doubt by really by evaluating the situation? I'm evaluating, I'm evaluating the situation and I'm calling it for what it is, which it happens to be the fact of like because for all like prime example, we're talking about the way that Molly's assistant reacts to the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that was foreshadowing because she could have took that shit in stride and said, "Okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get." I'm going to go get the, the key, yeah. right? But no, she would. She 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 didn't accept that, and maybe that's why that scene from the beginning was even placed there to look at a direct comparison. Yeah. Like there's certain things that Molly will do that she expects other people just to deal with how she approaches them. But the moment that it comes back to her, now all of a sudden she's the victim in all of it too. Maybe that's the wider discussion that we're ignoring. Yeah. So. Um. I guess in closing, what are your predictions for the next episode? Um, I think Lawrence and Issa are going to. I'll say that. Um, so we my phone dies. That's it. Lawrence calling Issa at the end. I really, I like them together. Even people are saying that they don't want them to be. I like them together. <laughs> nah, Team Nathan. <laughs> nah, I just think Issa. I think Issa and Lawrence should get back together. 
I felt her on that whole putting in them four or five years and being there, you know, during a time where, I mean, she made a mistake. People make mistakes. And in in the in grown relationships, I guess, you can figure out ways to heal from those things. So, I don't know. I just, I think that they're going to, he's going to say something, and I'm interested to see what her her response is going to be, but if I don't think it's going to be torn. It's not going to be a definite, like, I love you too type of thing. Yeah, I don't think she's going to fall back into uh, Lauren so easily, especially since we've seen that she's been hanging out with Nathan more frequently. Right. Um, especially if Nathan has disclosed the issues that he was dealing with at the end of the other season when he ghosted her. Um I feel like Issa would be sympathetic to that. So I don't think, I think Lawrence is going to be like, I've been thinking about us and what we had and what it could have been. In facts. And I think that's valid. I don't think that he's wrong for that. And I don't don't think think she's wrong wrong for that either. I don't think he's wrong for feeling that. And I don't think she would be wrong for reciprocating any of those feelings for him either. I think they both, you know, probably got caught up in a moment and some shit happened, but at the end of the day, you know, they both had time to heal. They both had a lot of time apart from one another. They both dated other people. They both had a chance to really reflect on on things. And I don't think that they're going to get right back together. Because like you said, I think that she is kind of fucking with Nathan right now. Yeah. But I think that it'll be a good setup for season five. I don't know if you guys follow RLC Comics. Uh, but they, <laughs> I'll send it to everybody. They had a, a little comic about the show at the end of the show. And it was like, when Lawrence was calling Issa, it was like, Hey, I've been thinking about you. Can we link up and talk? Because the writers don't feel like my storyline and my hobbies are enough to carry my own story. <laughs> They're not wrong. He was not- they are not I wrong, but that. I don't. But I don't know if it's because they don't write Lawrence to be as interesting by himself. He isn't though. I don't know if they write him that way, or it just naturally just is not. I want to get this in there. So first of all, we also have to remember that everything we're seeing because what this is the season what three, four, four, four. All this is happening within the calendar year. Yeah, like, we're still within the same year that she cheated on Lawrence, and like all everything happened. Like it has even wait what? Are we yeah. Because yeah. all been within this is all within the same year. It can't be in the same year. Yes, that's why they keep going do like like the seasons. That's why like people's birthdays are just now popping up and shit. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Like how how they had Thanksgiving. How long, how long um, this is between last season and this season? Yeah, because she was pregnant for what, like two seasons, right? No, did no. she just announce her pregnancy last she was season? Only pregnant last season. Okay, so and it's taken. And it was after Coachella, wasn't it? It was after Coachella. Before Coachella. She got pregnant before Coachella, but she had she just had the baby. We don't know what season oh, we're oh, in, but okay, but we're no 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 we're in January. The block party happened in January. Uh huh. That's what Nathan said. Right. Not not Nathan. Andrew. When Molly was like, "I don't know what to wear." Right. Oh yeah, in January he was like, "It's seventy in L.A." So did the block party just happen in January? Because the block party happened in January. Thanksgiving like two episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, because it took it because they said it was four months between whenever. 
Okay, so it's not a year. It, keep, no. it feels like the timing is like shorter than it possibly is. There's no way Issa has run through so many people in a year. No. I mean, it's like, possible, but not in this depth. Is there not a way to? I, I I rolled it back. I said it is possible, but not in the way <laughs> she has. I feel like she's been a landlord for at least a year or two. So, nah. I just look I'll say this stuff. This is one What's thing I, I gotta say. Oh, a year has passed between season one, episode one, and season three, episode eight. So it's wow. been a year since those two. You know, since between those so two. It's been, okay, so it's barely been a year then. How do you know that? Where are you getting that from? Insecure HBO. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew <laughs> the source. It could have been. No, bad. Can I see that? <laughs> I knew it wasn't that long of a time period, but what I will say is this: what my predictions are for, like, not maybe next next episode, but next episode after that, Andrew is a fish is a like eventually going to go the fuck all on Molly and tell her completely about herself. I think he's just gonna been real nice, and he's just been like chilling and like rock and roll with the punches. But that shit gonna build up. He gonna get tired of her shit and go the fuck off. And I can't wait. I, I do think that Andrew's going to tell Molly about herself, but I don't think he's going to break up with her because I think if you look at their relationship, he he has politely inserted himself and corrected her. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. with that whole, uh, with her working thing, it was like, well, what? Like, I thought you, you got to me when you got to me. Like he, he slips these little quips in on her because he knows he can't go full blown on her because she won't receive it. Yeah. But when he don't give a fuck about her receiving it, oh, that thing gonna hit officially. Well, if I could, I hit the Joe Button shit like I've been waiting. Well, that for Molly. I think Molly is. He's cute. At the end of this episode, it's very obvious that she is having some self awareness. So I think if anything, he may tell her about herself, but it, it will hopefully be in a very loving, compassionate way. Mm-hmm. It seems like they are in this for, or he seems to be in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And they, this might be a real, like, mature relationship for her. So. And she, uh, and she seems to be realizing that she has these trends going on with her and these issues, because you saw her call uh, with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe her when she actually puts in the work as opposed to just shows up at therapy. That's a fact. Well, we will see next, well, actually not next, but this Sunday. So, ahead of that, where can they find you on social media so we can get about it? You can find me at I am Kelly Elise. That is K-E-L-L-I-A-L-Y-S-E on all the socials. See you there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at one too many frogs. It's O N E, the number two many frogs. And I'm Chalice on all the platforms. T U L L E Y T O L. You can find me uh, every single day on my couch. Um, but uh, usually, if I'm tweeting, it's at Mad Dapper. Uh, if I'm tweeting these days. And you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every single platform. So uh, there's no episode next week. So in two weeks, we'll see you.